Welcome to Ali Talks, the platform for podcasts and videos to explore spirituality in your daily life. Simple and easy. Join the movement and go to ali.vision. Hello and welcome to our weekly Energy Shot podcast. We are Matt Taylor and my name is Nicola Yana and we have decided to produce this podcast series in order to give you a weekly astrological update from Matt and some energetic insights from myself, which will also include wisdom, healing, coaching tools, some yogic science. We have a lot of things for you in order to get um, a better, higher realm energy in your day-to-day life. Hi, Matt. How are you this week? Hi, Nicole. How are you going? I'm here with my lovely microphone. <laughs> I can tell. I, I still struggle. I struggle with it a little bit, but you know, in the end, we'll be fine. It's very prominent. It's no problem. It's a podcast, so we'll find. <laughs> so what's going on this week? Uh, well, there's a lot of things going on this week. It's quite exciting. So just to recap on the last couple of weeks, we know where Kabbalistically or is from the soul point of view in the month of Libra. Um, so we are uh, in the first month for the soul's year. Yeah. So this is a, a little bit of a very new concept for people who, you know, don't really know a lot about astrology or only think that the, the media astrology is the only one. There's all sorts of astrologies. And we're going back to the, the original point with the Kabbalists of astrology, because what they understood is that there was a big bang. So once you understand that the universe came from something and there's things outside this universe, you get a bigger picture of what the planets are about. So this is why I choose Kabbalistic astrology, because they really harnessed what the whole purpose of astrology, like the planets were. Why do we have planets, right? And so the planets are creating tones or frequencies um, for our soul and our, we all have individual souls. So those frequencies affect us on, you know, different ways, you know, so we can't all have the same experience because we're coming with a tikkun. A tikkun is a spiritual correction or spiritual work to do. So Kabbalists understood that we're coming in to this world. We're choosing our star sign and all the other planets. That is the right frequency for us. It's setting us in a code, if you like. Um, and therefore we will have an experience to that frequency and the planets are modulating frequencies so that, you know, we are, our experiences are moving in accordance, exact accordance to what we need to experience to do this tikkun work, right? Otherwise, why are we coming, right? Randomly, our parents are having sex. Why even be here? Why even be here, right? Why even bother? (laughs) Why bother? Right? So we, so this whole universe, what the Kabbalists discovered, is has a purpose it has reason it has you know a, it doesn't just create universes for fun right it, it, because we're all in a spiritual thing it needs it when you're light for a frequency you need a vessel to to reveal yourself in so all these universes have different vessels i decorated yeah. mine so where we human beings are the vessels yes and human beings are the vessels in this universe that reveal the light so in the month of Libra, what we're very, what we're doing is we're in the first month of the soul. So a lot of this month is very light. It's very in potential, right? It's like kickstarting the year. What do you do when you kickstart the year? You work out not what you want to do, although some people, most people do that. They work out what's, what's my purpose? What's my reason? Why am I here? You know, these big questions. And we do an assessment of what we should be doing that has purpose and reason for the year, right? So Libra is very much about this assessment idea, right? Let's assess spiritually where I'm at. So we see very clearly in the month of Libra where we're at spiritually. We feel it more. It's like, oh, this month I want to do more of this and I want to do less of that and focus here. Uh, and this is the reasons why. So what I suggest you do is work out what are your intentions? Why do you, why, why do you want to do things, right? What is their purpose? What's your, set that first. Intentionality drives the universe, 
Intentionality starts the machinations of the universe. Yes, it gets the, the whole thing going. Without them, you're just reacting from your 1% physical body. You're just in reactive mode to what the world is doing around you. And you get swept up. And at the end of this year, you'll go, oh, what happened? Well, it's gone so fast and I didn't really do much. And you have that conversation again. So you, it's nothing, time is flying faster, by the way. But you need, so that's another reason why you need to set intentions because otherwise we're just skipping through, you know, our lives so fast and not wondering why we're doing things. Why am I here in this, you know, what am I doing here? So, so it's very good for intention setting in general, Libra. And intention setting based on an assessment of how I see my life today without judging it. Assessment drives excitement judging just sort of it, it debilitates you right it just makes you feel heavy so without judgment just an assessment this is where i'm at this is where my life at why am i here what do i want to do about it and that's exciting and that's what this month is really good for amazing it's like there is this one beautiful question that i've been asked once and i love the 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 oh the opening of the field that it does someone asked me once what are you here for to have a greater experience of and i think it's a really really beautiful question it's like it's like if someone asks you what are your values that are most important to you the five most important values for you it's like we're going through life and we usually don't ask ourselves those big questions right and it's um i think this is part of a you know, a very awakened spiritual journey. Um, it's not spirituality in sense of um, there are angels and oh, I will contact my angels and ask them what to do, which is a nice way as well. But um, a more, a more earthly, a more human way to to access spirituality is actually asking yourself, okay, so like, what's my what's my main reason why i'm here what's what what do i want to have a greater experience of and very often your greater experience that your soul came here to find to to live is on the opposite spectrum of your trauma let me repeat that the greater experience that you are seeking to find as a human in this human incarnation lies at the opposite end of your trauma. So if your trauma in your childhood has been abundan uh, abandonment, for example, so what your soul came here to seek, to feel, to experience more of is oneness, for example. Yes. It's, and, and in fact, in Kabbalistically, we, we would agree, except we wouldn't say it's at the opposite end. We would say it's in the same thing because it, it's the, it's the, it's, a oneness and, and separation, for example, the abandonment feeling, are come in the same package. Yes. So, right? Yes, yes they do. So, yes. So um, you probably meant that, but just maybe some people might have thought, oh, over here is darkness and over here is light. Oh, no, no, no. It's in they're, the same. They're in the same. So you, you, as in your experience, draw out what you're seeing based on the way that you're interpreting the film, right? So you may see something as abandonment but some people might say well now that that person's out of my life i actually feel more unified with the way things are yeah. going you know <laughs> you know it's plausible both ways so which way is correct it's up to yeah. you to draw the light out of it where as as nicole said whereas instinctively robotically reactively we go into this you know negative state where it's a real work to draw light out it's not like oh we're just kumbaya you know kabbalistically we we're kabbalists were not like some ancient you know just sit around it's really at the cutting edge of quantum physics you know so how do we how do we not die how do we live forever how do we regenerate ourselves i mean this is all from five thousand years ago and i'm sure in yo yogic science you know in some of them anyway, they have the same, you know, consciousness that we're, you know, meant to be regenerating ourselves and all of this. So we're, we're not in woo-woo land, right? Many of the, you know, many of, as modern astrology, uh, spirituality is kind of gone, you know, where you don't take responsibility. In fact, you know, in the ancients, you really take responsibility for everything. everything. And so, you know, to draw everything, that's right. So to, to shift is a work, it's an effort. 
if you're not doing effort, you're probably not on the spiritual wavelength and you can, you know, hop around in the moo-moos to different islands and have lovely experiences and there's nothing wrong with that. But I wouldn't say you're at the cutting edge of your responsibility taking. Yeah. For me, like, I think this quote, um, enlightenment in the spiritual age is um, authenticity. And authenticity comes only when you're, when you're really taking responsibility for everything that's happening in your life. Then you're living an authentic life, right? Mm. Because whenever, and coming back to, the, to the, what you want to have a greater experience of to finish that one off, um, I think one thing is really important to understand. In order for you to understand that the, the light part of the experience that you had, for example, as a child when you were abandoned, um, this, this trauma is serving you in order to even be able to reveal light. Go, go on the way to prove your light exactly. mm, absolutely so, um, and i think this is a, this is a, but it's you created that in order to be able to experience what you came here for so i think it's it's very very um it's a very different approach it's a very um different vibration as well like but this is why i love the kabbalistic astrology so much and the, the knowledge that you bring to us matt because i think that the depth and is it, this knowledge is so profound and it's it's not a woo-woo technology in sense of oh yeah you you were born this way and you cannot change shit in your life right this is like what I really have sometimes a little bit trouble with the modern astrology because they're saying like, yeah, this is your star system and that's where you were born. And unfortunately it is like what it is. No, this is not how it works. This is here in order to support you to have your greater experience of whatever you chose to have a greater experience of. And it shows itself very naturally. So, yeah. Yes. It's it's true, and and I think like when some of these ancient wisdoms come back again into popularity and be better understood, that people will see how difficult it is, but how also how rewarding and how it puts you on purpose. Yeah, and as you said, you you know Nicole, you know capitalistically would agree that you only know you're on purpose when you're slightly overwhelmed, when you feel it's bigger than you, when you feel like wow, this thing that I'm doing is is actually greater than me, and I don't actually know how I'm going to do it. Then you're in purpose because I you're letting agree. the light in to help you yeah yeah you have to not know how it's going to happen but yeah. you know it has to excite I, I'm in this, you on that I'm level i'm in this state for like months now i don't know what i do and i don't know how to do it but i know i have to do it <laughs> this is what we do with eddie yes. right it's like building it's a great example you're like ooh, ooh, ooh. well how about how am i going to do that but somehow it works out we just uh, just move you do one step at a time you, you find a solution for one problem at a time and then you're in there right yes. amazing all right so um which is very exciting because ally is going to be launching and i'm very excited about it congratulations all right so shall we see some of this these yes. uh, planetary alignments in which this is going is this up. birth of this website's about to happen all right so um so what we one of the first things is to notice is there's a lot of water and a lot of air water is rules over my intuition feelings deep subconscious um, you know, all of the emotions, sensitivities that we have, nurturing, caring, all of those sort of, you know, feelings, sides of things. And then air is the, the head. It's my thoughts, the way I speak, um, the, you know, my, 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 mental, my mentality towards things. It's every, my, my consciousness, right? So, so we're at two very different parts of the human experience in air and water. And we're looking this week to really work out how can I bring these together for the best, you know, for what's best for me. So let me give you some, some guidance as to what's happening. 
We know that Neptune is in Pisces and we know that Neptune rules Pisces, right? So it's very comfortable in that home sign. Uh, moon rules Cancer and the moon begins the week in the sign of Cancer. And we also have Venus in Scorpio. Uh, Venus in Scorpio makes uh, love or uh, balance very intense, very passionate, very driven, okay? The Scorpio is a very like intense sign, right? It's a very much about manifesting and, and being driven and, and it's, you know, all of that sort of that uh, rush stuff, you know, that we get. So here, Scorpio, Cancer and Pisces are what we call water signs. They're all water signs. And Neptune, the Moon and Venus can come into a point where there was what's called a grand trine, which means that they're all, you know, all at particular angles, with a beautiful triangle angles, you know, in the sky. Okay. So uh, a trine always is a triangle. So they're at this grand trine. So this energy is always very flowing. So Neptune and the, and, you know, is very much about our spirituality, our dreams, our big higher purpose, our talents and our gifts. And in Pisces, it really elevates us up into what am I spiritually doing with all of these dreams, you know? What do, how do I want to help humanity? And we've had that since 2010 or 11. Don't quote me, it's somewhere around there. And we'll have it to 2024. So this is why there's like a yoga center on every corner. You know, this boom of spirituality, right? And people wanting to get in touch with their spiritual purpose. And what am I here for? And what can I do for the world? This is all of this, right? This is very um, high floaty sort of level of where I exist, you know, in the upper worlds. It's really the connector between me and the upper worlds is Neptune. The moon in Cancer gives us all the deep feelings, all my sensitivities, all my intuition. Uh, how do I want to nurture and care, right? And Venus in Scorpio means what do I want to put the love with, with true desire, true passion, you know, true force. So the energies this week really give us an ability to go deep within and work out how can I, you know, share more of my talents, of who I truly, of my sensitivities, my feelings, and really tune in, like really be sensitive, really take intuition, really get like my inner guidance very well about where I want to place um, my talents and gifts and all of those things into the world, which is very much Venus and very much Neptune. They hold a lot of things around talents and gifts and what we come to, to offer the world. They also come with love. Now, Neptune and Venus are like little sister and big sister. Neptune, obviously, the big sister and Venus, the little sister, right? They reflect each other quite well. Uh, now, Venus is love and Neptune is love, but they're two different kinds of love. So Venus is more of the body love. Oh, who's going to be my lovely partner? And, you know, what do I, what nice things do I do for people? And how do I express my care and my love in the physical and Neptune is the love of unconditionality compassion unity mercy all of the big picture energetic love right so when you combine the two you're just a lovely channel for love right and being the moon which is the vessel which is us how do we shine our love a lot more how do we shine my love this this and really through and it, and being in the month of Libra which is ruled by Venus uh, is a very loving sort of uh, feeling anyway. We're really in love mode, right? What do I love to do? Who do I love? How do I show my love? How do I share my love? All of that. So that's why intentionality matters because, you know, with everything, if we do it too much, it burns, right? This is a great Kabbalistic wisdom, right? Oh, but I loved him and oh, I loved her and I gave her all my love and then didn't respect it and didn't love it, right? So intentionality matters because if we don't have any of the, the, the sort of where it's going, then it's sort of just dissipates into the air. It doesn't have any flow. So with water, when it's water, you've got to put intentionality because if you think about water as an element, it's just ever so flowing and lovely. We just gush around. You have to give it some like focus, yes? Some, some where it wants to go. So you have to really set intentions to harness that energy. And you, you set intentions, but how do I get it going? Like you have to have tools. You have to have like, what do you do to focus that energy? You know, so you, you, you create your intentions and then with spiritual tools, you, you activate it.
and that's what we need. We need that 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 activation or that desire about where it goes this week. Otherwise, it just feels we're floating around in a big cloud. Mm. Which is also nice for a week, floating around in this spiritual and carnal love cloud. <laughs> but you can also do so- something with it. I feel it's, yeah. For me, well, I mean, if yeah, that's right. So if we if we become victims, if we don't have intentions, right? right so we this is when there's too much like water energy that the negative as much as we all say love and all of that it has to have some kind of focus about what or replacement right otherwise we're just giving it and you know we all know the story about when we over give love or we give it in the wrong areas we all go to blaming someone else that why didn't they see it or what were you doing there right why were you in the movie Oh yeah, it's great victimhood. So, so you have to know what you're doing. You, you know, you have to place yourself from where your soul tribe is or where your correct uh, purpose is, and all of those things. If you don't know those things and you're not responsible for those things, knowing that, then this is where the victimhood can can come in, right? For me, this uh, this t- triangle it it feels like it's it's an an a doorway which is opened up in higher realms for us to harvest um, new, it, it almost looks like new love codes. That's what it feels to me. And um, maybe also like if you want to, what I feel would be a really, really good exercise is to dedicate a meditation to this triangle, Neptune and Pisces, Venus and Scorpio, Moon and Cancer, because it feels like this triangle, but this is like a portal door. And when you enter this portal door and you're like entering this vibrational field, what you're, what, when you meditate on that and you're able to download those vibrations, those tone, the sound of this triangle, into your physical body so you're able to vibrate that out in the cosmos on planet earth and that's basically what they like this is the co-creation we do in kundalini yoga when we do kundalini yoga what we do is we try to tap into those fields of energy that are available and harvest them into the physical body in order for to vibrate them into the the earthly mother earthly grid because what Mother Earth needs is we, she needs people that dedicate their life and incarnation to bring higher realm energies in the grid of Mother Earth. Like if you imagine to have Mother Earth, like we have those longitude and latitude um, um, uh, degrees, it's called, I think. And the, okay. the, the, yeah, that's fine. The day basic idea um, of of co-creation with the universe is you would um, create a portal door through your physical body as the vessel in order to bring those higher realm energies down into this longitude latitude grid, grid of mother earth in order to change the frequency of mother earth the vibration of the field of mother earth to then serve humanity that mother earth can serve humanity with a higher vibration and this is changing collective patterns. This is changing collective um, uh, belief systems. This is how change is done. And so a really good um, thing is when, when mothers or fathers are praying for their kids for healing, there's this downloading a lot of this healing energy. But um, it's also very beautiful to not only do that when you're suffering. Like we humans are kind of strange beings. We tend to uh, do a lot of praying and a lot of things when someone is suffering that we love, but we don't do it for Mother Earth. So maybe some of you feel called towards that work that um, you can download those energies into the field of Mother Earth and then create from there. It's a, they're options, they're very good options, and you need to be clear about where you want to shine that love um, and those talents and those gifts, right? And all of those things that are, you know, beneficent 
to you, nothing ever comes from us, right? No matter if we think how many courses we've done, how much we've learned, how much effort we've done, it all comes from the light. It's all put in the soul before we go here, right? And sure, we have, a, now what our responsibility is, is where do we put that? How do we reveal that, yeah. you know, in the world, right? That's the work, right? Do I take it down my old reactive robotic self and, you know, give it away and not know my value and all of those things? Or do I, you know, really get clear on that and, and, you know, do the work to make sure that where I'm emanating those, those uh, vibrations that are in my yeah. soul uh, are actually really beautifully high light vibration into the world. And that's the only option that we have, chaos of light. There we go. There we go. <laughs> yes. So that's why intention matters, because if you don't set intentions, 99% of the time, it's going to be a chaos. chaos. Yes. <laughs> Very nice. What yes. else is going on? Okay, so the big news besides the grand trine is Mercury goes retrograde. Now, I've been looking at this, um, like, really, you know, in detail about Mercury, you know, in its movement to go retrograde. So, um, a retrograde is like you've got the planet going around the sun in its normal way, and then it's like when a retrograde happens, it goes off its orbit and it does a loop and then comes back on its orbit. Yes. So it looks like it's going backwards, but of course the planet doesn't have that gear, you know, oh, just back it up, you know, and go backwards. We, it actually goes, it's still going forwards, but it's going off its orbit in doing a little lasso and then going back on its orbit. So Mercury and a retrograde is always about a review. Anything starting with you, re, review, uh, relook, reassess, refine, all of these kind of stuff, right? So, you know, they're not such big deals as everybody creates you know, a big thing of all, right? So we're going to see things over the next three weeks in accordance with our frequency uh, around Mercury, which is always about information, thoughts, and words, right? Everything to do with the head. It's in Libra, which is an air sign, which is also to do with the head. So we're really looking at the way we think, all right? The way we assess, mm -hmm. being Libra. Yes, the way we think about our assessments. What are we here to relook at in terms of how I assess things and the way that I see things and the way that I interpret things? You know, Librans by negative are big pleasers. They don't have a strong sense of self, right? Because everything is so high with them, so in the higher vibration that they lose everything to the other. It's also the sign that rules relationships. They're, they're obsessed with relationships. Like you get a new client who's a liberal in the first 15 minutes is talking about all their backstories of different relationships and so on and so on. And if you don't remind them that, okay, I've got it, they could go on for the whole hour just talking about it. Absolute <laughs> obsession with how others are, um, how they are to them, what they think of them, what they thought of them, how that's good, how that's bad, and so on and so on. Right? quite exhausting and in all of this conversation they don't have any bearing on what their purpose is who they are they're the kind of like give things away right that's why i'm saying that with the trying you need assessment right this is the liberals are the kind of people who give up their career to be with someone okay so um the, the Mercury retrograde in Libra is an assessment for all of those kinds of issues that we have in relationships right, in our, our spiritual contracts, our soul contracts. So, so with the trying, it was, oh, I love so easy, but I've got to assess in this retrograde how I, how I do that. Yes. So this is the, the whole sort of next three, two, three weeks that will happen is going to be very much about like how I reassess love now last year in the last spiritual year i was talking a lot about how relationships will break down or change and people will not see whether they're not happy and people will see what they've got to leave in this year because this is very much in the beginning of the year we're reassessing where i want to put the love now right so we've had on record and i've looked at the statistics the highest ever rates of divorce which is what i mean but the whole thing is so true right everybody's leaving each other uh and we're all a little bit alone i would say we're, we don't not as popular as we were or don't have so many people around us and we're all in a confinement we're all not moving and we're all not really making the new friends yet we've all left you know because they've all gone back to other cities or 
countries and so on and so on, right? And this was all meant to happen this way, right? It looks like a virus, but actually it was really just, you know, on the upper realms of vibrations. Now we're sitting a little bit more and reflective. We don't have so many people around, at least face to face, physically. We're not going out so much. What is that? Now is the assessment period. And this year will be the assessment period. Where do I want to put this love? Where, what kind of people do I want to have around me? Where do I want to fall in love? But not to the detriment of myself. Like, this is very liberal. It would always be to the detriment of self. Right? They give up the self in, in terms of being in a relationship. So here with this uh, Mercury uh, assessment period, it's sort of... Um, you know, it's, the sun is moving into Libra, which is a very strong sign about our individuality and our personality and our character. So, so really, it's like, how do I shine my character into relationships? Not how do I change my character when I'm in a relationship? Do you understand the difference? This is so fascinating. I, since last week, Thursday, I have this very strong feeling that I don't want to change anymore for people around me from my power. No, we've, we've talked, we've talked about that a lot. Yeah. Right. And it's yeah. so fascinating. The sun moving to Libra is exactly what you're, it's exactly that. Right. It's like, oh, yeah. do, do you like, I, that's what I'm hearing all the time. I write it in my posts on Instagram. Like, do you do be you feel free to be you stop excusing for the weak people around you and dim your light just because they cannot handle it anymore etc etc and it's like a very powerful thing i feel there is a certain kind of um there is for me there is a oopsie ooh, take care like be aware that the moment you let it out it's like very it might come out more energy than, than you expected because you held back for a little while. You know, you were like, for, I can speak about myself because I think it's always easiest for, for people to understand. Um, I am a very powerful person and I have a lot of um, energy to, to do things. And currently I need to use this energy because we would not bring ally, my ally down to earth and go live with it if I would not use this, if I would not access this energy that I'm having. But what I see now, like all the people around me, which are not that powerful, which have a, a topic in, in victimhood or have a topic in um, self-pityness, you know, they they cannot stand me at the moment they really suffer around me because well, that's it i mean they've got their other soul tribe that's yes. going to go into you and you've got yours and that's exactly what we're talking about is this this vibrational level and we're you know we're all at different vibrational levels it's so much clearer now and you just have to accept the one that you're on very difficult because well do you know what I mean? It's very difficult to accept this is the one I'm on because I'm seeing, I'm now forced into choosing people that are more reflective of me, which actually is more difficult, right? So all of the ones that don't reflect me and I could have around and, you know, they fulfilled a certain purpose to make me feel better or you know, whatever it was, mm. I can't exist. There's ways it just it doesn't go. Um, <laughs> and now actually it's harder and I'm going to jump a, a speak, a speak, a jump a beat with you, Nicole, because what you'll find is you call yourself in more and more, more yeah. people will show up more like you. And then all of a sudden you're seeing yourself like 24-7 reflected back in people. Yeah. Now, that's a good thing in the majority, but there's also the difficult thing is they're going to show you more work, right? Because they're the same frequency, right? So then we go, okay, it's much better now, but I, my deeper work, real work is being pushed into me. And yeah. this is why so many people think they're in a soul power power the soul relationship with their soul partner because they're in love no is another is another part of it we'd love you to be loved but if if they're not pushing you and making you uncomfortable and really bringing out your spiritual work that's not a soul partner there's very few people with soul partners because also the next bit is what are you doing with your soul partner that changes the world right so there are no couples that i could really clearly see out there there's a few you know, handfuls, but it's, yeah. you know, to really attract in the soul partner on its purer sense, very difficult, you know? Um, so, because when you're in a soul partner relationship, it's not about you. 
it's about the bigger mission of what you come to do change the world that's right what what sort of things are you doing spiritually to help other people you you're in a different a whole other thing right now the best probably we can do is like draw in get to know ourselves as Paul is saying so that you draw in more people like you that's uncomfortable enough for our body <laughs> You know what I mean? Without having to come in and bring an ancient back into, yeah. into the world or, you know, we're, we're just soldiers for the work that's already been done in the last 30 or 40 years about bringing things back from the past, right? So all of the big work is kind of been done by these, these soul partners and, you know, there are some out there. But our best work is to, you know, find our tribe. Yeah. Find our tribe and, and, and really sit in that and co-create something lovely, you know, yeah. for the world. I that's right. And that is very much what this energy is because, you know, that's, but not lose our sense of self. It's very difficult to not lose that sense of self. Yes. It's Nicole said, it's very easy. It's, it can, you know, once you start like, I don't know, you, you want things to work that are clearly not working and you try and manipulate and create an agenda yeah, around it. it, it it's not just going that way it's not it's and it's more and more not going that way yes it's more and more difficult to fudge it you can you can imagine it like you are a ray of light you're standing in your own ray and your ray is uh, your physical body connected to the core of mother earth connected to the to source or central sun whatever you call the higher realm energy and then the other person needs to stand in their own ray as well and need to be connected as well and those two rays, if those work together, this is creating a, a more bigger light ray going down into the grid of Mother Earth. And that's what co-creation on a, on, a, on a soul level means. That's what Matt and I are doing. The, this podcast, for example, this is, this is co-creational work with two people that both are their own rays of light. It's not Matt is... Um, uh, codependent of me or I, I am codependent of Matt. We are both shining our own vibrational field into the grid of Mother Earth. And but when we're together co-creating, this creates a, a bigger ray of light. And this downloads higher, higher thought patterns, higher vibrational energies. And this is how we do it. So it's very simple, actually. You find the people you like, and then you co-create with them something. You can do a podcast. Sometimes it's not even people that you like. I've had many of my best, you know, many of my best friendships have started with arguments. Um, The the point that I wanted to make is there's no strategy. It's no marketing thing that you can do, right? It's not that I sat down and thought, oh, I wonder how I could meet Nicole, right? And then, you know, I didn't even know Nicole. I don't even know Ally Vision. And she was doing that before I started, but I had no and then we just talked about, I didn't even remember how this started, right? So there's a natural flow to things, right? And a natural something where something's got to happen, where it happens, right? Um, and we are being called more and more into that, which is wonderful. But what we can't do anymore is fudge it. Mm-hmm. And that's very difficult. That's very difficult because we come with human beings, we're all coming with the agenda of what's going to make us greater in our own mind when really the light has something a little bit different in mind. Yeah. (laughs) And it's also like, just don't hold on to structures which are obsolete. Bettina, my business partner, she has a very funny saying and I love it. She's like, the horse is dead, move on. Yes, we're riding the dead horse a lot. She says, she says like, there's so many people, the, ho- the horse is dead on the ground and they're still like sitting on the horse trying to make it move. But the horse is dead. You don't, it's not, you cannot move it anymore because it's dead. So get off the horse, get your backs and move on because it's dead. And I think this it's is a better one. There's a, there's a better one anyway. Um, and yeah. Let it go. And that was all what the, the virus was, you know, a lot about is that you were holding on to things that were gone during the virus and then did a big state of shit that it was gone. But deep down, you knew you had to let it go anyway, five years before. So, you know, you don't want that's out of control feeling. You are out of control, right? When you know something is not working anymore and you feel it and it's intuitive and all of that, uh, let it go. Let it go. Difficult as it may be. 
you have to yeah. put in process of, of you know letting it go it may take you a while but at least when you're in the process of being the actively letting it go then the universe doesn't have to take it from you out of coolness yeah and is it fair to say that for us at the moment with all those planets in retrograde that until they come back to more or less normal at least most of them that this is like our great chance to let go things right. by ourselves all right just to give an example of that last point that i had all right so last year we uh, uh, my relationship came to an end and the month before i i suggested to my boyfriend because of his particular situation why don't we stop why don't we take a pause why don't we break right he said no 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 we can continue i'm fine and it's like okay so i got my head facing the fact that it's continuing and then a month later he called it off right so you know um okay so i actively let it go but i didn't actively stand my ground <laughs> so you know right so what i knew was correct so um all along and so then therefore i became the effect right i it was now his decision to let it go and i went from the cause to the effect because i didn't stand my ground with that right mm. and perhaps you know things would have gone differently i would have been able to be more in the cause mode right but i learned something there so there's many levels to letting go that um you know difficult right that we all have different lessons in different parts and you know to recognize that i didn't stand my ground is you know important because we're coming into a um a cycle a gear cycle where authenticity and stand your ground and who you truly are is going to be vital right it's a lot about others but it, it, it will look in the movie that it's a lot about others but ultimately it's it's me in 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 that connection to other right yeah. yeah so it'll look like oh you know afghanistan's and viruses and humanities and communities and all of this which we spoke about in the first podcast of coming back in this after summer but ultimately it's about me and who i am i'll learn the most yes now these six yeah. planets retrograde right there's six planets retrograde as nicole just said it's very high it's a very high number of retrograde planets, right? When you consider that the moon and the sun never retrograde, it was six of eight are retrograding, right? So it means we're in complete revision and review at the, at the beginning of the soul year. Uh, so, so, you know, you have to, you have to really like see your life for what it is and not fudge it, not like, oh, it'll work out. Well, tomorrow's a better day, you know? Like I'm very Piscean and that can happen. I mean, the, you know, I'm in the movie of everything's going to be Cinderella at the end, right? So you have to be like clear uh, and honest, but not judging, as I said. It's, a, you know, you have to be honest, but not judging, right? Just to be, so you know exactly where you're at and who you are in those moments so that you can shift your consciousness around that, right? And move it to be back into the cause. It's not, if you're in effect or you're in victim mode, it's not that you're, always there you can shift yourself back into the cause right so so it's, and it's daily it's daily work every text message that comes in and says oh let's do it this way or can you do it that way or can we move it here or could you just do this it's daily work because all of that is not from the person sending it to you it's a daily test about well where am i putting my energy and so and saying no sometimes ultimately to serve that person better you know so so and it, it, it it's uncomfortable you you don't please anybody all the time and this is what liberals do they're they're in the disease to please right as oprah calls it. i'm quoting oprah disease to please because there was a big work for her right to come out of uh and what she talks about here in the disease to please it ultimately you're coming with your own intentions and those will overcome people with agenda mm. right right so intentions a higher vibration than agenda right i'm mapping and calculating and thinking in my mind it's never going to work when you've got intentions you know clearly what you're doing right yeah. with something okay so intentions rule this this current thing because we have six and it's retrograding giving us an assessment where we're at right which ultimately mean going forward is not easy retrograde is about reflection right so here new things new ideas new that they'll happen but it's not the best energy you you know to lay things down it's better off to wait like till november when we only have two 
the next time we have none is in February, right? So there's a lot of retrograde in the beginning of this whole year, right? So I had a quick look last night, but when is the next time we actually don't have a retrograde? And it's not until February, which is a very long time. So the first six months of the spiritual year are, are wearing perpetual reassessment. <laughs> Like a yeah, perpetual review, <laughs> but there's I a lot to it. review after the, it's a lot to review yes. after the last 10, 10 years that we've had, because you go back to the economic crisis when, when Pluto was Capricorn was exactly on that point. So we broke down. There's never been a recovery since, right? No. It's been terrorism. The environmental issues only got bigger. The division of politics, the, the extremities of religion, uh, the uprise of, which I think is very dangerous, the uprise of conspiracy, conspiracy theory. Um, all of this is, is um, you know, and I'm not confusing conspiracy theory with people who've got very plausible reasons for not doing things that they speak to. Right? That's a different group of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Consp yeah? Conspiracy theories are very dangerous. Right, they're very dangerous. And in fact, I researched what happened after the Spanish flu, and there was a big increase in religious and spiritual fundamentalism, which ultimately led to what we now know happened in the 30s. So where fundamentalism, and it exists in spirituality and religion, starts to get an uprise, which we see in the United States and we see in some parts of Europe, very right-wing governments and very right-wing populists. And that comes in and we get this conspiratorial thing around it as well, like science doesn't matter and all these facts don't matter and don't worry about that. You're free to do what you want. All of that, that's what happened in the 1920s. So after the virus. So it's very dangerous, right? So it, what it led to in the 30s and we know in European history. So we have all of this, right, to reassess for at. Okay, so it's, it's very important that we're not falling into other movies that are existing out there in the plane and we're very clear on who we are. Sorry, I got a bit overpassionate about that point, but it's, no, it's very dangerous. Conspiracies are very, very dangerous. True. Yes, and all these people that are saying that these people are against you and these people are out to get you and this is dangerous when there's no clear fact for that at all it's a you know um that that it, it gets people upset and in fear and in danger of the world that we live in and that's a virtuous place for people to free because then they look for simplistic arms and there are none right you have to be the cause of your reality you have to take responsibility if there is something happening in your life you have to do it you have to do that work not it on the outside world all right Okay, so that's that's really where I feel that we're heading. And with the Mercury energy, Mercury is a lot about the conspiracies. And it's been the North Node is in Gemini, right? Uh, which is where its home planet, its home sign. So we have, you know, a lot of Gemini brings a lot of new relations, new contacts, new new thoughts and ideas. It's very positive for uprooting old ways of thinking. The danger of it is, oh, I don't know everything. I don't know what else is out there. There must be more information, right? Mm -hmm. Because when you're, you when the whole karmic reset of the planet is in Gemini, we're resetting to new ways of thinking. But the the negativity of that is what else other information is out there, and that's what that's the the the, the that's what conspiratorials love to feed off. Oh, but there's more out there. There's something they're not telling you. There's they're not revealing all the facts. Right. And, and and maybe the facts aren't even known yet. Right. So it's not that anybody's hiding them. We just don't know. Right. <laughs> We're just going on a journey with this, uh, you know, with many things at the moment just to see. Right. But they love to hook in into the fear factor or the, the doubt factor actually is worse that, well, there's something maybe that you don't know that they're not telling you. And that's dangerous. Yeah, I mm. feel. And even though that's dangerous, I feel this is like only the the only reason why this is the case why we also see this the separation of chaos and oneness so so vividly in the outside is because it is existing in the inside of the people you that's know, right and then what starts to happen in, no, sorry sorry go on Nicole. no yeah. no please yeah well, what starts to happen is you start to doubt your fellow person and then yeah. you start then you start voting or you start acting in ways that anybody different to me is a fear factor yeah. and this is like where it all goes down yeah and this is really interesting because i feel this the fact that this could play out like it does at the moment 
um, not only the conspiracy theory, but the 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 two parties that are there at the moment, the two um, the, the the two ideologies. The two, I would already call them a belief system because people speak about the virus and the vaccines and all what's going on at the moment, like it's a, a thing you believe in or you don't. It's like God or no God, atheism or God. It's like really fascinating, but. What I feel is really interesting, the separation and um, the fear that it was there before within people. It was already existing, but the only difference now is that it's shown on the outside, in the media, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, the worldly realm, right? It's, it's very plastic now mm, to see. Yes, yes. And what I, what I feel will, is really important at the moment is to always come back to you or try to not to read as much things as possible try to be within you as much yes, as possible because, absolutely because absolutely that's the, that's the only thing to make sure that the vibration of confusion of aggression of fear is only touching you where you need it so you can heal those parts within you so you vibrate a total different um truth after you. that's it that's i agree completely it's is it's in your own truth in, in many ways and that's what mercury retrograde helps us do that's the best of it is because there are correctness there is no right way it's your own way of thinking yes. is all is as valid as anybody else's yes. right um, and but don't fall into feeling like you don't have all the information or you don't know what someone's holding you from some holding back from something this is very peculiar all right okay so uh the fine detail of Mercury retrograde, and then we'll finish. All right, so Mercury will retrograde and it will be square with Pluto. Uh, and this, what a square does is it makes things hard. It makes things um, like it's difficult. So we have to apply deeper action. Um, so to comically break it, right? So Pluto is all about what I hold underneath, okay? Where, where my journey in right, under the underground. And Pluto, so this is, <laughs> Mercury is all about the things I know very well. And Pluto is all things about like the secrets, right? And so Mercury square uh, Pluto is like, all well, these secrets being held from me, right? So, so this assessment that we're period that we're going into are what I'm really will if we see something in the, the bigger field or they're keeping secrets or they're hiding things from me or what's what's un, really in the underground or what's going beneath this, right? We are in that consciousness. Yeah. So you have to go in and you have to explore what am I holding back? What am I repressing? What am I not revealing? What am I, you know, not saying honestly, right? So this is the, 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 three weeks that we will see it will be around you know honesty and uh seeing things clearly calling things out as they are um what's not truth and what really is truth what's a secret not yet revealed do you know what i mean it'll be all, all of that about myself but we'll play it out as human beings in a bigger field it'll all get projected rather than spiritually which means i have to go in and see mm. yeah yeah, Pluto. Pluto, Pluto very intense, okay. is and, and it rules over things like betrayal and um, you know all of these kind of where people haven't been loyal and you know all, all dark. Yes, but dark also about like, things. You know, and so a, yes, and we'll see all of those dark psychosis of our come <laughs> popping up into our very clear consciousness to assess. What I feel this. <laughs> mercury square pluto does on a on a mental level it allows you to see what you don't know that you don't see because we all have blind spots and those blind spots are like uh, reflected by the people around us but they're still blind and I feel that what this Mercury square Pluto does, it allows us to access and to see what we don't even know that we don't see. 
Yes, that's exactly it. It's the blind spot. That's a yeah. great way of saying it. I agree yeah. completely. Yeah, so that's absolutely correct. If you have reactions of people around you in this next couple of days and week, um, where you're like, hmm, why is this person reacting like that? Like, why? Then it might be that there's something very blind, that you don't see something. And it might also be that you could learn something new in sense of asking this person like, okay, what, what do you see in me? And usually when I have blind spots, but my person that is revealing my blind spots is Bettina. And she's very harsh on it. Like when she's having, when I'm having blind spots, she's like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, what? I don't understand it. And I'm always like, please explain it in other words. Explain it. Like I, I don't see it because you don't see it because it's blind. And <laughs> but, but it feels right. It feels very normal, but it's maybe, you know, just ingrained behavior. Yes. Yeah. And, and try to like, trust people like people you trust don't do this with people you don't trust you need to have people around this is a, an exercise you can do with people you love and you know they have your best interests in their heart and you have their best interests in their heart but when they're like showing you a blind spot really go into it because it's like for me, my three, if I would need to tell you my three major breakthroughs in the past five years were breakthroughs in my blind spots oh. where I was completely blind about a certain behavior pattern, a certain energetic um, way of doing things. And a, like, I was completely blind about them. But then when Bettina revealed them to me and I could start to work with them, then I was like, oh, and this changed my vibrational field on such a profound, deep level. So this Mercury in retrograde and squaring Pluto is like, Mwah! for, for yes. if you want to have deep, deep breakthroughs, this is what you have to do. Yes. What a fascinating week. Oh my God, this week is a bomb. I love it. <laughs> It sounds so negative, but I love the opportunity. You know, I'm always like, ooh, new opportunity to get myself like better, like to clean this bit out and that bit out yes. and shower here a little bit. This is like so amazing. It's about, so good. Like, yes, you know what you I mean? Can, it's like really lovely. Yeah. And anyway, we get the support of Libra, which is a little bit, it's a, it's a little lighter, you know, so yeah. we can, you know, we're not heavy a month you know liberal is a lot lighter venus it's ruled by venus so we, we get a chance to feel a little bit light about it we'll see it we'll understand it we know we have to do something about it i mean it's just the new intentions about who i am ah, but it won't be so so some won't be so ugh. yeah be a, just a little <laughs> hi <laughs> yes. a, little light. a little me oh that old one Beautiful. coming back yes yes well the new very one very nice <laughs> so um tomorrow is tuesday ah we have Clubhouse and we, we do. Mm, Matt is having um, a, a Clubhouse thing. I'm, I'm very happy to be part of it. It's called the Cosmic Collective. It's uh, collaboration, Cos Cosmic Collaboration. Oh, collaboration. I always mix those two words up. I'm sorry. Me too. Me the too. Collaboration.com. We have a homepage. Go check it out. It's a bump. And then we have yeah. an Instagram as well and a Facebook page. And um, yeah, if you want to join us, Clubhouse is like, you can listen to, it's like a podcast, but it's live. And then mm -hmm. from the live, we will have a podcast as well, which will be available on Ally Vision and on cosmiccollaboration.com as well. Yeah. Is it correct now? <laughs> That's right. Okay. Good. I know. So yeah, join <laughs> us tomorrow, 9 p.m um europe standard time europe east europe central in, in european time yeah. yes 9 p.m european time 8 p.m uk and 6 p.m eastern uh, no 3 p.m eastern standard time yeah. very beautiful and 12 p.m la psd yes and if not um uh i will do there some crystal transmissions yes yes and you can hop on and if you want to have a crystal transmissions, come there and listen to our podcast. If it's, it's on there, then I yes. will sing, I will sing yes. again. Oh my God. I still have to do that. 
it's, it's no it's it's i like it it's a little woo woo it's a little out there it's a little out of the box but it's actually it's very, very it's very powerful like every time nicole does it i viscerally and physically feel something very powerful like it's yeah. you know it's very clear she knows what she's doing there <laughs> in that case yeah at least in that part like. yeah. <laughs> Very nice. You, Thank I'm you. just teasing you. I'm I teasing know, I you, love now. you for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, uh, we're back next Monday with our party. And um, yeah, I wish you a beautiful day. If you have any yes. special topics that you want us to talk about, let us know. Yes. And if not, uh, wish you a wonderful week. Oh, lovely. Thank you, Nicole. Bye, guys. Lovely having you with us at Ali Talks. Would you like to know more about empowered spirituality, whether in business or for your personal life? Then visit us at ali.vision or write us an email at contact at ali.vision.